What up? Yo, those braids are dope, yo. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. man. Thanks, man. You just got it done today? I got it done um yesterday. So I'm actually uh, I'm going out of town tomorrow. I'm going to be in the land of sins again. So hopefully you got some more stories for you. you feel man, me? you <laughs> love being out in the Minnesota Twins and shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, But yeah, man, I was in there uh, getting my hair braided. Actually, uh, first I texted my barber. I'm like, hey, uh, does your cousin know how to dread my type of hair? <laughs> Specifically like, your type, yes. Yeah, he was like, let me get back to you. Okay. Went, uh, you know, a week went by and I'm like, Pretty sure that means no. <laughs> soft no, soft no. Soft no, soft no. <laughs> so I was like, all right, um, does she do box braids for men? Oh, here's her number. Oh. Her. <laughs> you had to ask the right question. That, right, that's right, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I yeah. see. Okay. Yep, well, so I got though. that done. Boom. Yes, sir. Wait, crispy. Yes, sir. I've always I've always wanted braids, you know, ever since I was a kid. I was low-key inspired by Allen Iverson. When it, when it comes to the braids. Not Legendary braids. Legendary. I wanted the arm sleeve and all that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to wear an arm sleeve, even though I was like the least athletic person on the team. Doesn't matter. Just looks cool. <laughs> Alan Iverson made you think that gave you magic powers. So Right. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Is this, is this your first time getting braids? All right, so I've had braids before, but this is the first time I've got it done professionally. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, Not uh, sitting on the stoop. Right, right, and uh, I rock with it, man. I got it tied up in a bun. There you go. Is it, yeah, man. It's How, I fuck how's with the it. pain? I'm, you know, it didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Oh, ooh, very professional then. It did. Yeah, it, it didn't hurt, and she did it real tight. They, yeah, that's a you know what I'm kind of like narrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, man. I've never gotten yeah. braids like I, you know. I've got the giant curly fro. That's my natural hairstyle, so I keep it short just because I can't deal with the heat anymore and the upkeep but you know back in my day try to use the wave cap every once in a while you know, <laughs> it didn't work as well as i wanted it to there was a time and nobody will ever see these photos uh when i was in middle school i believe it was eighth grade I th- oh I, I remember this distinctly it was the, the summer before eighth grade because i was like you know what it's my last year in middle school i'm gonna mix it up everybody thinks they know me i'm gonna try something new so my dumbass decided to say, "Hey Ma, can you can you frost my tips for me?" <laughs> yes, frosted tips is what Wait, I what chose. Did, what did she yeah. do? She she was all about it. So you know, my mom is all about the curls. So as long as you never like cut the curls, she's fine. She because she's like, "That's the hair that God gave you, baby." But I'm like, "Yeah, but God doesn't have to sweat through all the curls in the middle of July." So God. <laughs> will understand that I need to make a change here. So to meet her halfway, I was like, okay, I want to change it up, but I'm not going to cut it. So let's try some color in there. And this is long before it was ever looking good on anybody. And I think this was just around the time of Justin Timberlake and NSYNC when the every boy band had the frosted tips and my black ass thought I could pull it off with, you know, light skin. Sure, I can make it look good. (laughs) Bro, I burned every photo. That I no, ever I'm... had of me in the frozen. You know, my wife can't find them. They're gone. My grandmother is like the, the family historian. She has every photo of every <laughs> sibling and cousin, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandma, whatever. She's got every photo known to man of this family. She does not have 
the frosted tip photos. They will never see the light of day. I will find them. I will find them for us. I'll find them for us. If you can find my yearbook from eighth grade, that's the Um, only one that still exists. But you don't know where I went to school. So you'll never find it. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) In eighth grade? I'm not sure. Did you go to like Nicolet or? That's that's high school. See, no. Yeah, see, see, see. It's it's all scattered in middle school. There's so many different ones. You'll never figure it out. And And again, I'm ancient now. So like. Those yearbooks are probably dust at this point. Hey, I'll just ask your mom. <laughs> she doesn't know. She has no clue. She has no idea. I'll yeah. never let him see him. But yeah, I tried it. It didn't fucking work. And I never did anything with my hair ever again. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's not I don't have the head for it. No, you, you gotta you gotta grow your hair out. Man, again, I don't like to sweat. If you have a giant curly fro, it is a heat sponge, I promise you. Like, oh, I had curly hair before. Okay, but there's curly hair, and then there's like fro, a fro. Like this is a. If I let it grow, it's a full blown fro. So I know it would look good now, but like I would you be should, suffering everywhere. You should grow I it out, grow it out, and get locks. Get the locks. No, yes. that's, that's that's my that's Hakeem. That's the brother. He he has the dreads in with the like the brown tips on the bottom. Like he looks good with his stuff. Like he has a. The face yeah. is round enough for it. I have a giant, like, oblong head. Like, I didn't wear hats until maybe a few years ago. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> maybe one day. We'll see. Maybe that'll be my, my 40th or my 50th where I have, like, a midlife crisis or something. And I'll just go, <laughs> let's get, like, the Andre 3000, like, pick out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd yeah. be a good look. Yeah. I, I could probably put, I mean, I'll, see, I'm too light-skinned for that. I don't know, man. Or get a flat top. Oh god. <laughs> you ever seen House Party? Like Kid and Play? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was me. I was kid. I was yep. You were fro. You were kid. Edged off the top. Yep. It was smooth on the top and it was completely edged off. But it again, this was after House Party had already come and gone. So it didn't look good. It wasn't popular. So I just got teased for that shit. It wasn't like oh, he looks like kid and he looks good. No. It was like, bro, that movie was like t- fifteen years ago. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Why <laughs> I can't go to a barber? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Told you, man. Middle school, high school was a very embarrassing moment. I tried some things. They didn't work out. I figured it out in college. I'm cool now. That's all I, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> and now you got to change it up again. And we now are going to get you to grow your hair out. We are going to get you to grow your hair out. I'm trying to get the beard. I, I had a, a really massive beard for a while, too. And then that got all, you know, I didn't take care of it as well. So I'm trying yeah. to grow that back out. Not like, you know, ZZ Top or anything, but like just James Harden. Thick, uh, no, I don't like James Harden's beard because he has the beard that's like makes a little butthole for his mouth where it's too close to his lips. So it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> he gotta, said it makes a butthole in right, his face. Like, if you look at him, he looks like he has a butthole in his face. So I'm just like, you, you grew the beard too thick or at least kind of just get the edge around here. But mm. other than that, I think it looks ridiculous. So, but at the same time, if he ever shaved it, he'd freak everybody oh. out too. I yeah, never want to see that shit. I I don't know how he I don't know how his how his jaw looks like. I don't think he does. Does anybody <laughs> know what his jaw looks like? I, man, that that's freaky. Like man, if Anthony I, Davis shaved his unibrow, I'd be like, what What are you doing? <laughs> you have two. <laughs> you, you, have, you have two of those. Were you born with two? Because like I thought you had one the whole time. No. <laughs> <laughs> what it's yeah. <laughs> did you see that April Fool's joke he did a few years ago where he actually like he pretended to shave the middle and everybody freaked the fuck out? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. just like a, it was like a CGI thing or something. He's like just kidding, but I was like, yeah, you look ridiculous <laughs> with it. <laughs> but his is insured. 
Isn't it sure of like a million bucks or something? Or like five million? Some shit. It was Some um, shit. uh I don't I, I think Nike trademarked it. <laughs> An eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. Literally yeah. one. One one. Eyebrow. That's where we are as a society. Is and you know how he used to play with the you know he used to play for the Pelicans. Yeah. And you know how these kind of look like wings. Flip out. <laughs> <laughs> just fly off the court. Oh yeah, yeah. My god. Yeah. That was the logo. That was the, that's so oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure there's still shit out there, but when when Anthony Davis was on the Pelicans, that was the logo. That was, that was the logo. That's man, it seems so long ago now, but that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm not I can't knock him too much for it. I mean Beyonce. Shakira, I know J Lo. They all insured their asses and stuff. So like, hey, an asset is an asset, right? Like, it's making you money. It's making you money. money. Makes them a ton of money. All they gotta do is be in public. They don't have to even shake it. They just have to no. be around, and it makes them money. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyways, play the music. I'll play the music now. Uh, welcome to the Bank Bro Show. Welcome back. We missed you. How's it going? How's your life? Hope you're doing okay. My name is Siege. My partner on the left of the screen might be on your right. Not sure how it comes, but his name is Ryan. Ryan hey. with the New Dreads. That's his full name today. Ryan with the New Dreads. Braids, 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 braids. Dreads and braids. See, okay. And I'm black and I still get this wrong. The dread, is that the thicker, longer one? And the braid is the yeah. thinner, shorter one? Braids are when they take three pieces of hair and they twist them together. If you look closely, you see it. Okay, I see. Yeah, I see the the pattern. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the three Ryan hairs. The, it's yeah. The three hairs. One stands for the body. One stands for the mind. And one stands for the spirit. There's spirituality you know in braids. Yes, really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's serious. Wow. In indigenous people, the indigenous people of this earth, of this Man. land, this planet. I never knew that. That's actually it. Makes a lot of sense, especially yeah. for Native Americans, you know. But like, exactly. Wow. Exactly. That's yeah. that's pretty crazy. Okay, so Ryan with the new braids. There it is. <laughs> yes, sir. Got new hair. Don't know how to act. Man, yeah, I when I first got, I had it down and I was just shaking my head. <laughs> it was bouncing all over the place. I, oh, yeah, you're probably doing that all the time. Just now I know why people nonstop. do it. Now I know why people do it. And I'm about to be out of town with this hair. Oh, I'm about to go crazy. So what's going on in Minnesota this time? Another wedding? No, 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 no. It's all funny games now. It's all funny games oh, now. Just, just bullshit, huh? Man, bullshit like and party and Those bullshit. are the best. <laughs> yeah. Those um, are the best trips. We don't really have, like, planned plans, but it's just like a... Yeah. So fuck so, around. So the Hmong community has um a relatively big celebration for um, the 4th of July. Mm. And this is the weekend for it. Nice. It starts... Technically, it starts Saturday. Okay. But there's a um basketball tournament that takes okay, well there's sporting events that take part in the um celebration. And yeah. the basketball tournament is on Friday, so I believe we're going out Thursday. Um nice, very nice. To chill and shit. And then we'll be there the entire weekend. Uh Damn. they got like sporting events and shit like that. And they also have um night parties. Okay. Night celebrations and shit like that. Yeah. So <laughs> night celebrations. We'll be stepping out. My guy my guy Corsu is performing. My other guy Kid Swami's performing. Hey, performing. Oh, yeah, so, nice. So we're just gonna be a, a little posse out there going crazy. Yeah. Life festive. of the party. That's yeah. what's up. 
So it, it's going to be crazy, man. I ain't going out in a while, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been cooped up. You got a lot going on. My so shit I don't together, it, man. yeah. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, it's it's hard to keep up with the lifestyle sometimes. You got to kind of take a step back and just kind of mm-hmm. go, I, mean, yeah. I always say I'm like a, an introvert, an extrovert. Like, I'll, I'll hang with anybody. I'll talk to anybody. I'll party with anybody. But inside, I'm like, I do be missing my couch sometimes. <laughs> like, yes. Just that, yes. that, you know, deceleration, that that detox. I just need yes. that. So, like, I'll be a really good friend, and I'm here for you anytime. But it's like, sometimes I'll just disappear for a little bit just because I need to rewind. I need my room. <laughs> need that space just yeah. to do your thing. So, I, I feel that. I got to go up. We have an annual trip. I mentioned we went up north, and that was our last weekend. We do this annual trip. We've been doing it for about, God, six, seven years now. Uh, wife's best friend's got a cabin up north. We just get a few people together, you know, grown and sexy people. And, you know, beautiful beach, kind of, you know, northern Wisconsin. I won't say where, but right on the lake, uh, kind of a semi-private beach. Only a few people who own that area. So we got a nice big slice of land there. Nice cabin. So all we do is just fucking just put the tunes on, grill out, and drink our fucking faces off. And <laughs> man, I'm telling you, I look forward to the trip every single year. It's always <laughs> a dope time. And it reminds me that, hey, I'm fucking fun sometimes. Who knew? Hey. I, I kind of forgot. <laughs> man, you know, especially you, you get caught up in being dad and work yeah, and fucking priorities. Constant. All the priorities, man. I'm man. telling you, all the bills, it's all the shit, all the adulting. 24-7 adulting channel at my house. So, like, it yeah. is nice to be able to have a few days where I just kind of get back to old school siege. Old, old siege. And just, like, unwind, yes. man. So that's what we did. Uh, yeah, went up, you know, Friday morning. Came back Sunday. And I was just like, you know what? I feel fucking great. Not hungover this time. That's a new record for me. Because that's usually... I usually save my biggest hangover for that weekend. And you 100%. Did... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I was... I was smart about it this time. So, like, still had a great time, but, like, trying to pack everything and clean everything on Sunday morning after <laughs> being hungover as shit, oh, I'm telling you, dude. That's the worst. When you got to get out at, like, by 11 like or something. 11, shit. yep. Oh, man. And you're just moving slow. I've done that too many oh. times. And I'm like, I'm not, mm. no, not this time. I'm getting a little too old for that shit. So, it, it was a, a great fucking time. I couldn't remember half what we did. But all I know is the water was perfect. You talk about <laughs> fucking your root chakras and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were back in nature and that shit. So, like, fucking sandbar right in the lake. Fucking beach games. Grilling out. Oh, my God. Man. Fucking, fucking love it, dude. Ain't nothing better than that. I'm telling you. Dude. Hey, man. But since we were on the topic of my hair. Yeah. As I was getting my hair braided, a young man asked the lady that was breaking my hair, a very good question. I thought I'd ask you this. I like questions. <laughs> the question was, would you be able to be friends with an ex or someone that you were in love with? You know, because sometimes you're in love with someone, but, you know, you guys don't get together, right? Because, you know, time is off or whatever, whatever. Mm. So would you be able to? That's a really good question. And I think it's a really good question because I've had a philosophy about this practically my entire life. And my answer is a resounding 100% no, no, absolutely not. Now, let me clarify here. I understand a lot of people are friends with their exes. Sure, whatever. And everyone's got different situations, how you ended things, if you were in love with them and it never happened. 
whatever, whatever your situation is, it does happen. So the can you part, sure, you can. Should you? Fuck no. And my opinion about that is simply this. It, there's too much baggage when it comes to being friends with an ex, especially when you're starting a new relationship. The last thing I ever wanted Rachel to worry about going to our relationship when we first started was that I might have had feelings for someone else, that someone might still be in the picture or might be holding some kind of torch for me, like I might come back, vice versa, whatever. And the same with her. I don't think she's as, you know, know about it as I am. But at the same time, it's not like she's friends with all her exes either. So, like, there, there is some nuance and level to it. But I'm just thinking, like, that's one less thing to worry about if I'm not friends with my ex. Not to mention the fact that, I'm sorry, I don't really, I can't think of a single relationship for me that ended on a good note. When does it ever end on a good note? You know what? You know, and again, I'm sure there's examples of, mutual like just parting and sure. it just didn't work out for me it's like and we talked about how cheating is an absolute deal breaker for me because i said the ledgers never even so the one person cheats the other person cheats whether they cheat both cheat one cheats someone always cheated first so right. even if someone cheats afterwards it's never really in balance i feel the same way about just exes in general like one of you usually feels a little bit stronger lesser more or less than the other one so even yes. if it's a quote-unquote like mutual breakup and everything worked out and we're you know it was fine it was cordial it's never 50 50 and it, it it can manifest itself that's something that you could think about five years down the line you're already in a new relationship your things are going really well that little mm, in the back of your mind that's just like what if what if yep. it did work out that i think is a slippery slope once you even start that thought process not saying that it's going to turn into anything but it just it cr it makes another crack in that foundation and i talked about how trust and communication i think are like the building box of any relationship especially a successful one i think the the main responsibility of both people in that relationship right out the gate is to make sure there aren't any like attacks that are potentially coming for that relationship so when I say like, hey, when you first start dating, be a little more open and honest, especially about your past, like that's kind of what I'm getting along with is like, not again, not being an open book on the first date. We don't want to scare anybody, but the honesty of the communication and kind of understanding what you're dealing with going into things. You don't want something to pop up down the line. No one wants to feel like they've wasted time in a relationship. Like, oh, all of a sudden you're in love with your ex and it's two years on the line. Have forbid <laughs> you have a kid or something. You know what I mean? Like. And now oh, you shit, wake up and realize, late. right, it's too late. Now you're trapped or now you, there's a kid in the, in the middle and it makes things yeah. more complicated. Like there's so many different ways it can go wrong by just being friends with an ex. Let them go. If you need to be friends with them, dude, you should have just stayed together or you should have never dated in the first place. But again, <laughs> I'm a lot more black and white about that kind of stuff, about that kind of stuff because I've been cheated on. I've heard that spiel of like uh you know i'm trying you know the you know how the friend zone works yeah. and like going, <laughs> you know you kind of wait it out i forget it's the always, phrase it always starts like this it always starts like this you're yeah. a really great guy you're gonna make a girl really happy one day yep just but not just, me just not me <laughs> and i just feel like I, I i can give him another chance i can fix him man i heard every version of that speech i could quote it in my sleep 
It never changed. I don't care what girl it is. I don't care what state it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the same speech, just broken down a different way every single fucking time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. It's a waste of time. If they can't let go of that past for something potentially special in the future, what are you doing? It's a, it's a waste. So, it's a waste of energy. So my next question to you is, what would yeah. make someone want to be friends with the next? In my opinion, it's not being able to let go. If there's that little bit of hope, I think that someone, if 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 it's someone who is thinking about being friends with an ex, oh, I, I think we can still be cool. It should be fine, even though we were fucking like you know four times a week and he see me naked. Cool. Like I think we can still be friends. It's fine. No, it, that to me sounds like hope. That sounds like you're kind of putting it on the back burner. You're not making a clean cut. It's not a clean break. It's a 95% break, but you're hoping for a little bit in the, maybe he'll change his mind down the line, something like that. But the only instance I see where exes are friends is if they were friends before they started, they started dating. Mm. And that's usually where I can, I can kind of get where you, because at the end of the day, you want to keep your friends, especially if you know, you're know friends with somebody for a long time and then you tried because you thought it might have been something and turns out, hey, it's never should have tried relationship. it. You never should have tried yeah. it. Then they kind of want to backtrack and go, can we go back to being friends? That's the only thing I can see. And that's really not even that deep of a relationship to begin with. Nah, yeah. Not really. Um, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. This is a good question for you too. I don't know. Mm. I really don't know. Um, Talk it out. What do you think? Like, Think about like so how you would feel with me i look at every situation differently so of course um you know what Let, let's let, i'm gonna use real world examples all right I think you should so um and i'll go in chronological order oh so, god <laughs> <laughs> pull up the timeline there we go trust me there's not that many names trust me okay okay names. all right so uh when i was um you know my when i was she was older than me i just turned 16 i, I believe okay um she we we got into a relationship i consider her my first girlfriend let's call her um let's call her uh <laughs> hold on hold on i got it i got it let's call her uh Pokedex? let's call her Growlithe. <laughs> all right all right Growlithe. yeah um so she cheated on me mm. um so obviously that like you said and on bad bad terms so yep. it's you know what I'm saying? you cut that off right done done um my next uh girlfriend i we ended on bad, bad terms too uh let's call her nine tails all right <laughs> okay i don't think i'll use that name yet so let's let's I call you have but it's fine this is whatever um it's if, been a while since you've used the name not then so. rapid ass one of the two rapid ass. there you go that's new one. all right um and so we ended on bad terms too um but this is <sighs> okay 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 <laughs> we ended on two terms there were two terms so we ended twice all right. So the okay. the, the first <laughs> <Two> time, <terms. laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was good terms the first time around. Okay. Um, I remember. Um, she actually hit me up. Um, and I think she was actually trying to work things out. She was like, "Oh, mm. look what I made for dinner." I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." Uh, I don't know why you telling me because we already broke <laughs> up, right? Uh huh. And so oh. she was like, she was like, um, you know, she was like, "Well, you you can come over," you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> no. And then. <laughs> After that, it went downhill. Mm. Yeah. See, she had a little bit of hope, and she made her move, and then you were kind of like, "No, we're moving on," and then it exploded. There's that little bit of hope that changes things. Yeah, go on. 
And then um, this is where it gets interesting. All right, okay. this is where it changes. Sure. So, uh, damn. <laughs> I spoke about her before. I spoke about her before. Oh, okay, nice. Um, Blossom. Sure. Yes, that sounds familiar. Blossom. Um. Yeah. 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 The clips up. The yeah, y'all yeah. know who. Y'all I, know pretty, who. Y'all know who. You know. You know. know. You know. You know. <laughs> um. Yes. See, we we didn't spend a lot of time together, right? Mm. Like we, our time together was very short lived. Sure. Um. But I guess you know feelings are feelings, right? It's true. You know they come and go, but when they came, they were strong, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um. Like I mentioned in a previous story, like we're still we're still cool. Sure. Like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. she would. <laughs> like, I like how you always get yourself in the rat traps. Like, because I never have to call you. On. You, you just your face just changes. You go like, oh shit. Yeah, because I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta tell it. So now you gotta reevaluate and tell the story. You know, like we we've been cool. Like you know, she like I mentioned, she's had a relationship. I, or it's still in a relationship. I've had a relationship throughout my relationship. This is where you would probably go crazy. Cause okay. we were still texting each other like happy birthday and shit like that. In All the right. middle, you know what I'm saying? She was with somebody, I was with somebody. We were texting each other happy birthday and shit like that. Um okay. obviously that was an issue in my relationship. Yeah. <laughs> as you can, say. As you can see, I'm single now. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah that would be a no no. Yeah. Definitely a no no. Um, but yeah, like, but on some real, like, just because I would clap again does not mean, like, I would. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but. Absolutely like, makes sense to me. Like, However, the, I'm assuming the girl you were with was not okay with that ideal. Though. No, absolutely not. No, no. no See, no, no, but like, well, if I'm in a relationship with a girl, like, of course, I'm not, I'm not going to want to clap anything else but her. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's but, when I'm in a relationship. Right. But, but now that but, I'm single. Oh yeah, then you have to think about it again. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm like when I'm single and, and when I have a girlfriend, like my mind is totally different. Like sure. the switch comes on and the switch goes off. You know what I mean? Right now That's the switch good. is on. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> look out, so, Minnesota. Oh, I'm on go. <laughs> Hide your wives. Hide your girls. <laughs> But and that's now, the thing. It's like when you're with a girl and like you're in a serious relationship, like even the thought that you would still clap the previous girl like that's gotta be gone out of your mind too like oh yeah of, of course it. like of course, the yeah, horse yeah. blinders on i'm not saying you don't but i'm saying for a lot of dudes they can't put the blinders on especially when it comes to exes especially married men. i'm not trying yes. i'm not trying to point at you but nope. I, but i know that's married men that. That, oh, yeah mm-hmm. i do too where they mm-hmm. literally told me that stuff and i gotta go Wait, no. yeah, is it? like not. I don't vibe with that. I've, I have, uh, you know, I won't get into too deep about that, but I've ended friendships over that very thing where I kind of go, We're not on the same track anymore, bro, because I don't think like that. I never have. And it's like, Yeah, I thought we were going this way and we started diverging because you are in a certain mindset, even though you made a commitment, and I'm a committed man and I have a different mindset. I have a committed mindset. So, like, yeah. that kind of energy. I don't yeah. even want that around me or my family or anything like that. So that's yeah, yeah. the that's a shitty part about that is once you start understanding the way certain men in your life think along those lines, you know, the decisions you gotta make about distancing yourself a little bit and just putting up some walls and just protecting what's yours, you know. It's yeah, it is what it is. No, that's definitely understandable. You know, it's I mean, 
Self-explanatory. Yeah. Like you're pretty much saying, um, no, I'd rather not cheat on my wife. No. And, and I don't want to be around people who do. Yeah. <laughs> so uh pretty, pretty fucking simple. Like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we did say before, like you are what you attract, right? And that's yeah. for that's for girls and that's for your homies too. Like you gotta have that same kind of scale of justice, in my opinion, for all of it. Because if all if if you're in a relationship and all your homies are trying to get you to come out all the time and hit on girls, go to strip clubs and all that shit, like that energy is put yeah. into your relationship. Yeah. It absolutely reflects onto it. So like for me, I'm like, yo, there's nothing y'all can make like ask me to do out there that I'm not already getting at home. Like I'm I'm good. Plus I'll keep the money in my pocket. So even better. Yeah. I'm good. And That's I'll exactly see her the next morning and the morning after that. And the, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With the what one hundred percent trust still intact. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know yeah. the average. Like, I'm trying to get there. Right. Trying to get there. Damn. Tired of these little hoes. I'm tired of these little hoes. <laughs> <laughs> but the hoes love you. They love you. I don't love okay. them. But I don't love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but see, let's see, see like ho hoes are they're just like they're, they're movies at Blockbuster, right? You know, you, you, yeah. you take them home and you bring them back. You take them home and you bring them back, you know? God, I miss that job. I miss that <laughs> job so much. It, it's a great job. I, I definitely understand, CJ. It, it was it's my favorite. Fucking mm. great job. You know, you mm. just take a whole, I mean, a movie, you bring it oh. home. <laughs> you, you, you watch it as much a- as you want. <laughs> Freudian slip there. I heard that one. <laughs> well, yes, you're right. It was it was very much like that. It's just, a, you know, rent them and do what you got to do and take them back. So, hey, I got a question. Yeah. Did your blockbuster have like um an adult section where it was like ducked off? <laughs> <laughs> no, however, I I did happen to know what movies had nudity in them that were, you know, <laughs> if someone needed a recommendation, and there's a couple, you know, customers I knew that were kind of like, hey, what you got? No, there were other ones, I believe other locations that did have that section but the one the reason that mine didn't was literally because the adult bookstore was in the same parking lot so it made no sense for that they're like we're just gonna fucking throw money away out of this shit in here i could literally see the porn store in the same parking lot as us so <laughs> so that was always fun like looking out the window and seeing like who's parking in our lot and who's parking in our lot and walking to the porn store <laughs> being all to save their face up. to fucking yep. save their face? Oh, uh, and those that's the old school porn stores too. Where the windows are all blacked out and shit, and like yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, everything, yeah. everything comes out in a paper bag, like yep, yeah, man. brown paper bag. Yep. <laughs> Good fucking times, man. I'm telling you. Oh, hey, I remember God. one time. One time when I was young, my mom took me to a family video. Yes, <laughs> and, they still um, exist. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been seeing some here and there. Yeah. Um, and so I was walking around, and I was always intrigued by the area that said "no children allowed." <laughs> you know, I always like to walk the fine line of you know what you can and can't do, right? That gray line. Right. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, you know, one of these days I'm gonna walk in this bitch. <laughs> and so the day came. My mom brought me in. I'm like, well, just finished kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> what a swerve. <laughs> what a swerve to the story. Oh, my well, God. Just finished kindergarten. Got to repay myself somehow. Today, I'm going to check out that tunnel I've never been into yet. For some reason, they don't allow children in there. Not sure why. It's all the good movies are at. That's all. My mom's like walking over here, and I'm like, oh, mom, I'm going to go look at the video games. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boom. I, I went in there. I'm like, I looked at that door. I'm like, this is the moment of truth. You know, I'm short, so I pushed it up. 
course. <laughs> You're gonna sound in. like the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Trapped in, here. Stepped in. I'm like, if I die, I accept my fate. I, mean, yeah. I looked around. I saw none but titties and ass. <laughs> I was like, wait, is this why they don't allow children in here? That's exactly why. <laughs> and then I started walking around, and then around the corner, I see this old short dude. Mm. He's looking at this uh, DVD. Yes, DVD. Okay. <laughs> and he looks at me and he's like, You're not supposed to be in here. And I'm like, I know. Neither are you. <laughs> I'm like, I know. It says no children allowed. I know. <laughs> he was like, right. uh, Where's your parents? I'm like, And I just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> he only gets one question. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's it. I oh, answer it. Sit down. I don't talk to strangers, my guy. Fucking family video. That's, oh, man. But yeah, ever since that they day, don't make it like that anymore, man. I'm telling you. Ever since that day, man, I've just, just been intrigued. Your whole life changed. Yeah, it was just, whoa, I know my purpose now. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm just be playing. a porn star? Because, I mean, <laughs> money, man, money is money. I mean. Money is money. I wouldn't be able to do that, man. I I, I need I need something I can come home to, you know. I need, I need that security, you know. Uh, I just want to share that. that with one person. You know what I mean? I like, I really that. do. I know I'd be talking reckless, but I really do. <laughs> well, there's nothing I wrong really do with enjoying that being... with one person. Yeah. I mean, you're single. There's nothing wrong with being single and enjoying yourself. I mean, yeah, being single and... and horny like any other man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. You just kind of get to wear it on your sleeve a little bit. Honestly, like, I feel, and I've said this many times, you know, not on the podcast or anything, but, but like, I think everyone needs that period in their life before they get married. And that especially goes for women. The ones that you see get divorced and cheating and all that shit are the ones who get married too young or they, you know, they marry their high school, college sweetheart or whatever. And they've only been with one person. They didn't get to go party. You know what I mean? The ones that get locked up real fucking fast. Those are the ones you tend to see 10, 15 years from now, usually after a couple of kids, they start getting the regret. The buyer's remorse sits in because then it's like, damn, I'm only 35. I've been married for fucking 15 years. Like, shit, bro. You missed yes. your whole 20s. All the 20s. Yes. The roaring 20s. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's what I'm saying. Is I think there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with just being single, being able to mingle, and getting all that worked out. All that energy. Burn that shit up. And it's not saying that... I, it sounds like I'm saying like marriage is boring. That's not what I'm saying at all. Mm -mm. I'm saying you don't have that wandering eye after you get some of that shit out of your system. Yeah, because you walked so, down that path already, so you know yeah. what it you know you, you know what lies ahead. Absolutely. It's, and you it's know never ending this is much better for me than that. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah, have the goal of still finding the true number one, but dude, fucking go nuts in Minnesota. Like duh. That's what I'm about to do. Have a great fucking time. I mean, like I don't have to I don't have to sleep with anyone. No. But if he did, I, I mean whatever. Like yeah, fuck, I mean I, I could just get some top or something, you know? Right. Do it now. You know what I'm and saying? And then settle down later. Like, exactly. And there's no clock. It's, and again, especially for the women. I hate the ones that are like, oh, I'm running out of time. Like, no, there's there's no clock. There's no clock. Yeah. And like we like we just said, that doesn't mean women, you go out there and just start getting plenty dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. I say, yeah. <laughs> it, okay, to a, to, to a <laughs> safe degree. To a safe degree, of course. But hey, you know why all these women are hoes these days, man? I, I ain't oh, shooting. No, I was like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know the reason why dudes like we are still single. I, I, I hate you. You, you know the reason why it's I can't get rid of these little hoes. 
No, that's the cheekbones and the melanin. That's why you can't get rid of the hose. But <laughs> it's got to be fair. Like, we can't be sitting out here saying, like, oh, go to Minnesota and just get some top, you know, eight times in a fucking row. No. Girls, if you're single, hey. if you're single, go do your thing. If you want to get run up on, I don't, hey, I got Hey, don't do that, girls. Girls, don't do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you All not I'm to saying. do that. Don't All do that. Saying. You can't make them be pure and Sugar have some respect sweet, for you get to be okay sausage everywhere like no nah, man, man you, okay you go sleep with some hot guy okay cool but you go get fucking dick down by 10 dudes you don't even know whatever we don't do that it. don't no we no don't do, that. don't do that don't I, do that i said it a long time ago on the show i said hey what's in the past is in the past hey no okay i get that i get that but when you do that 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 shows that have low self-esteem and you don't respect yourself if you're doing that even for a man like if i were to go out and just smash 10 females i don't even know i see what you're saying but i'm just exchanging what... i'm just receiving and exchanging energies between our two you know what i'm saying our between our two uh temples because you know body is the temple of the soul so we're just exchanging energies and <laughs> Exchanging energies between temples. That was some Legend of Zelda shit you just out. <laughs> oh my god. That took some you you had to pull on that one. That was hilarious. <laughs> but I disagree. Again, just no man. Like it's not it's not a lack of self-esteem. I at least I don't feel like it is. If if a guy is out there getting ten girls in a row, smash all through him, Hulk smash, I wouldn't look at him and go, he has low self-esteem. And I wouldn't look at the girls and go, they have low self-esteem. I just got to go, man, he's really getting some out there. Man, they're getting some dick. Again, as long as, A, you're not hurting anybody, B, you're just being safe, and C, you're not doing it while you're in a relationship, what you got to do? Do what you got to do to get it out. Because if you don't, if someone, if a girl in her head has always wanted to run a train on her or something, you know what I mean? Like, always had that sexual fantasy where it's 10 dicks in a row, whatever. <laughs> she has that fantasy at, like, 22 years old and she doesn't get it done and then she ends up getting married there's always we go back to what we're saying is there's a that's another weapon that's sure, just a yeah, little yeah. bit of a chisel yeah. at that foundation it's like she's always gonna wonder what if i'm not saying every girl needs to go get 10 dicks i'm just saying <laughs> if you're really determined if that's really your goal i'm sure there's 10 dicks you can find and then settle down <laughs> get an std check first i mean let's settle down so i'm like right. we can't do the double standard no, I'm not. that's, not that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if, because it's like, all right, when you break it down, um, <laughs> you can't even break it down. Because <laughs> it's like, fuck, I'm about to sound like a hypocrite. Because <laughs> it's hard not to this situation, you know what I'm saying? right? I'm sound like a hypocrite, right? Um, go for it. But it's like, sex is supposed to be like a sacred ritual, right? Because <laughs> yeah, it's sure what you do. Because yes. what happens afterwards is you have a baby. Right? Did, when did you, you learn sex ed in school? It doesn't always end up like that, you know. No, but then I'm saying like <laughs> I was giving God, you shit, go on. <laughs> God made a penis and a vagina to reproduce, right? That that's what I'm saying. That's what the books say. So that that's that's the ritual, right? Um <laughs> Yep. The ritual. <laughs> right, yeah. It's supposed to be sacred and special between two people that love each other. That's what it's supposed to be. And we've been using it all wrong. Me? I've been using it all wrong. <laughs> Hey, feels pretty right to me. But just, just saying, it, it feels right, but it's wrong. I, it feels you're right. right you're wrong. a lot of shame. A lot of shame. We're all sinners. Yes. yes, go on. But I mean, I 
I don't know. Cause I guess you are right. Cause motherfuckers do be out here horny as hell like me. So yeah. I don't see a problem. I just no. Again, no, you're not hurting no. anybody. I mean, if, if you get a, if you had a train ran on you, I'm not cuffing you, but somebody else will. See, it's not I ain't cuffing you. you yeah, I ain't cuffing you. <laughs> I mean, I'm good, but mm. there's somebody for everybody, and even the I'm ones who are locomotive, so to speak. You know, <laughs> there's somebody for them too. It may not be your standard, but we can't knock the female for exploring that part of her psyche and her body. Oh, absolutely. And then, being done. It might be a one-time thing. Now, again, there's all different types, so some of them they like having trains run on them multiple times a week. Who knows? Hopefully you're getting paid for that. Hopefully you're in the industry with that. But maybe it's a one-time thing. Maybe it's not a train. Maybe it's like three. Maybe it's four. Who knows? But all I'm saying is the standard's the same on both sides. It has to be. It has to be. But it's also why I'm not friends with my exes because fuck all of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, like I have no desire. I have never had a desire to be a friend with any ex, especially the ones that cheated on me. I just don't see the point. I don't see the point of them. It's a yeah. slippery slope. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> wow, we digress. Anyway, I don't um, think I was digressing. I it mean, was, that was a good subject. So, how would you interpret a text message like this if you were to receive this from an ex? Did you actually get this? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, I thought you were making it up. Go on. Yeah. Um. You know what? Uh. Let me do this. Okay. Let me um. Let me find it. Oh, you still have it? Okay. Yeah, I got it. This a uh, recent one? Mm-hmm. Semi-recent? Semi. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. Got it? Yes. Yes. I got it. I got it. I got it. Holy All right. Shit. Hit me. Hit me. All right. So um. Do I so need the... backstory with this one? No. 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 Fair enough. No. All no. Right. No. Uh, it says um. Thank you for showing me and teaching me. You've been my greatest friend throughout my spiritual journey. I hope you can take all the good with the bad and know that I will always have your back and appreciate you as a person. Don't forget your worth during the hard times. I hope you remain friends throughout this life. I feel like I need a little backstory. Like, did that just come out of nowhere? Like, you haven't talked to her in a long time and she just sent that to you? Or, like, have you guys been kind of talking a little bit? Uh, no. Um, nope. So. So that was out of nowhere. Um, yeah. It was out of nowhere. It was, uh. I'm not going to say the date, but yeah, it was out of nowhere. <laughs> it was out of nowhere. Okay. Of nowhere. Um, that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how would you interpret that? And how would you respond? Cause you know, you know how women are. I know, you know, <laughs> they don't, they don't mean what they say and they don't say what they mean. That's true. Even though they fucking go out of their fucking mind when they don't understand us in the slightest bit. Right. Even though we are very simple folk. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want the number two with no pickles. That's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want. Do you I'm want the onions to the... too? I just said no pickles. So everything yeah. but the pickles. <laughs> it's like when I go grocery shopping, like Rachel's always like, how do you get home so fast? I go, I have a list. And you check them it, off when you, you I, grab it. The things in the list are in the cart and I go home. Yeah. After paying for the groceries, like. There's no digression there. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. I swear to God. I was with this girl one day. We went to Target. And I'm like, That's oh. That's saying already. Wh- what are you going to get? Target will let me know. Oh, God. Three <laughs> hours later, I'm in yep. that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a trap, dude. Fuck Target. Fuck Target, man. I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. I don't care. You can be a mega billion dollar corporation all you want. Fuck you guys. You guys <laughs> know what you did. Brainwashed all the women in the world to think that that's the place to be none of your clothes fit 
Your shit is overpriced. <laughs> you spend three hours there. Then you put a Starbucks in there. The audacity to put a I Starbucks in every car. That is a fucking trap. That's quicksand at a store. And they're That's everywhere, a- too. Anyway, sorry. I get, I get fired up about Target. Fucking hate Target. Anyway, <laughs> to answer your question, the way I feel about it, the way I interpret it, is genuine, friendly, and sincere. Like, yeah, it's a little spiritual for my taste. That's why I was kind of like, what kind of spiritual Whoa. conversation were you guys having? No, but, I, we had a very uh, in-tuned relationship. Oh, let me ask a, a follow-up question. Yeah. Did you smash this one? Yeah, I was okay. with this one for, for four years. This is a four-year one? Okay, yeah. got it. Because yeah. then I'm like, clearly you guys have shared a lot of time and space together like yeah picking each other's brains and stuff okay so now the spirituality part of it makes a little more sense because i was kind of like that's such a weird way of saying like let's be friends yeah see let's like when, when you ask for a backstory it didn't that didn't even cross my mind because i'm like that was just our relationship you know what i'm saying so this is whatever sure. no big right. deal type shit you know what i'm saying right. but I'm an outsider yeah right it's like oh shit what the fuck yeah. <laughs> what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. is going on Okay, yeah. Little context does help with that one, too. But, yeah, if it honestly sounds like there's no ulterior motive behind that, it almost just sounds like she thought about you, and that led to her thinking about some of the good times, and then maybe thinking about how things ended, and putting, like, an olive branch out there. Like, that message to me doesn't sound like she's trying to get back with you. Right, right, right. Yeah, Play mind games, anything. Like, it sounded like she knew how to speak to you, because you're a spiritual Mm -hmm. person. She wanted to show appreciation for the time she spent with you. And she probably genuinely does hope that you're still going to be friends. Anything more than that, I'd have to know who she was and like kind of mm. her background and everything. But like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider that to be a weird. Maybe the timing's a little weird, but like, yeah, that's really about it. That seemed like no harm, no foul. Um, I, I've had some time to think about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, how did you take it? I'm, <laughs> I was, I was indifferent about it. Yeah, I was like, I kind of didn't need to see that. It's um, a little out of nowhere. Like, hey, yeah, thanks. Um, like it. Honestly, like, I don't want to sound like I'm being like fucking like sour or anything, but it just doesn't really mean much to me. No, I feel that. Um, maybe because I've already detached, you know. Yeah, and it's like that. Maybe would have meant something earlier, but sent it to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and um, that's kind of what I feel is like she's doing that for her. Like she needed the closure. Right, Not because of anything yes. you did or said. Yes, thank you. Okay, you. Okay, well, you're 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 ten steps ahead of me, real quick. Yeah, I was getting there. I was getting there. I was fucking getting there. I was fucking getting there. Didn't mean to steal your thunder there. I just it just occurred no. to me. I'm like, oh, that's probably closure. No, but hey, we'll we'll just go right into it then. Yeah. So my whole thing is, I've already detached. She was actually the one to break up with me. Let me. I think that's important Ooh, to say. She was the one to break up with me. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so you know, um, by that time I already you know started to detach and yeah, shit like that. And, yeah. And so I'm at this point where I'm like, man, like, you know, you know, the most intimate parts about me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Like, yeah, I'm grateful to have shared that with you. Yeah. But now you're a stranger. Right. And part of me feels like you don't deserve to have that information. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. That's how I actually feel. Yeah, like, like no, I haven't shared the shit I shared with her. I didn't share with anyone else I've ever met in this lifetime. That's deep shit. And so I'm like, maybe I'm, I'm actually stuck between two worlds between that. Sure. It's like, I feel like, you know, you do know the most intimate parts about me and I feel like you shouldn't have that information anymore, but you know, but right. You know, I already told you that. So that's honestly my fault. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> if I'm mad at yeah, anybody, yeah. I got to be mad at myself. Right. 
<laughs> I get that. Um, but and that brings me to my next one. It was like, fuck, like, so you sent me that purely based off of how you were feeling. You feel like you could just interject yourself into my life whenever you want. I don't think that's fair, young lady. No, because young lady, because like for one, that's kind of rude. Like, <laughs> uh, you hey. think you're like okay, okay. Like, I'm not trying to be bogus, but we broke up. Um, I was still living in the house. Ah, you know, what <laughs> what I mean? um, preach to the choir, sir. You know what I'm saying? Been there, so it's been like, there. absolutely. It's like. <clears throat> You're a spiritual person, so you should know whether people come and go, the energy never dies. That's right. So the whole time I was living in that house, that's why I had to move out. I kept feeling that energy, right? Yep, absolutely. And so if I'm already feeling that energy and you over here texting me random paragraphs whenever you want, like, why do you feel the need to do that? Is it because you didn't get closure that you needed? You could have got it when the time was there, but you didn't get it. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, and it's not that I have anything against her. It's just, I guess, the way I had to move on because of the yeah. circumstances, you know, where I'm like kind of numb and I'm just like detached from it. It's like, it's whatever. Cut ties. I don't, honestly, I, I don't want to be her friend, but that's right. not to say like, if I see her in person, I'll be like, oh, what's up type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's cordial wanna... and there's right, being yeah. friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Cause I definitely don't hate, I don't, I don't hate the girl. No. And I'm, just... I want to talk to you about this because or I'm talking to you about this because I might run into her. Oh, really? In Minnesota? Yeah. And so I'm trying to like... Get I'm trying to like... You know what I'm saying? Mentally like, prepare. Yeah. I get it. That's good. Because like... It's it's going to be... I, for me, it's going to be a little... A little awkward, a little I'm sure. A little yeah. Weird, yeah. But I don't know. No, I, I absolutely understand that. Especially the need to cut ties and remove yourself. I Man, it's funny hearing your stories because you and I have a lot of similar background when it comes to dating. <laughs> It's crazy. The only real difference is, like, I experienced this stuff, like, years before you did. But, like, it's the same scenarios. I was literally in that same situation in Winona, where, like, mm. that's honestly one of the biggest reasons I came home. And it mm. turned out to be the most, like, the best decision I ever made in my life. But at the time, yes, I was very much stuck in a, a failed relationship, but had nowhere to go. I was still living there. Mm. And you're right about the energy, like... It's constant. It's constant. So the need to cut ties and remove yourself from the situation is absolutely valid. And you're right. It's there's no like ill will or anything. You don't want to hear her hit, you know, hit by a car or something. Right. Like at the end of the day, I totally feel what you're saying when you say like when she messages you messages you things like that, it feels invasive. It feels like you don't have the right to get the closure from me on your time like mm-hmm. you have the opportunity like lose my number especially like she didn't know or maybe she wouldn't have known if you were in a relationship at that point so all of a sudden now your ex is texting you and that's causing issues in your new relationship another reason why you shouldn't be friends with exes ever but those connections where people still feel in i, don't know, I guess a little entitled to sending you messages like that and making you think and making you scratch your head and talk about it on a podcast and analyze it over and over until you see her. And for all you know, you're going to run into her this weekend and it was going to be nothing. It's yeah. Or Joel. Hey, what's up? Nice to see you. Yeah. Have a nice life. It could be nothing. Yeah. It could be a shit ton, a lot, but I think it's because it sounds like there really wasn't a lot of actual closure in this relationship. It just kind of ended. Mm. And again, I don't know all the details behind it, but like, 
closure, I think, is everything. Like, if you don't have that definitive, here's what happened, here's why we ended, and here's where we stand. Like, it's that's actually kind of rare to get that kind of closure. Mm-hmm. Unless it's one of those like mutual things, which again I don't think really exists, but yeah, it's it's hard to get that closure and move on. You kind of have to do it yourself. Like you, yeah. time heals all. Yeah. But you, at the end of the day, if you guys don't have that conversation after it's over, then you kind of just kind of you kind of cut your losses and you, you yeah. pick yourself back up. That's exactly where I'm at. That's exactly yeah. where I'm at. You know, yeah. it takes time, but it does happen. You can do it. You can heal from it and move on with your life. But yeah. yeah. If she's texting you, it's gonna open those old wounds up again, man. That shit sucks. Yeah. It's garbage. It's yeah. That's tough. It's just unnecessary energy spent. Exactly. And it's and and my opinion, I'd rather not worry about. And yeah. that's why I blocked her number. Good. I was gonna say yeah. that's literally what I was gonna say is at the end of the day, if it was me, I'm blocking numbers. And if it's me, you don't owe anybody any closure or any fairy tale ending where she kind of Gets mm-hmm. to feel better about how she ended things. Like right, you don't right. owe her that energy at all. Mm-hmm. That's at right. all. So that's facts. you know, again, it. I'm not disqualifying that she might have been sincere on right. that text. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But that's a two way street that you don't have to walk down. Like exactly, exactly. Two things can be true. Absolutely. She could have been sincere, and also I don't have to go down that road if I don't, you don't want to owe her don't a damn her. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So. Yeah. That's tough. I really hope that doesn't like fuck up your weekend because no, it, it definitely won't. trust me, <laughs> trust me. Because man, especially if I'm drunk, oh, it ain't fucking shit up. <laughs> it ain't fucking oh, shit up. Boy. He's gonna feel unstoppable again. Just <laughs> <laughs> that should have me dying. Oh my god, these I feel fucking unstoppable. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, man. I I have definitely been there. I definitely know how tough it is and. It, it, again, I sound cliche when I say it. It's not until you look back that you realize how far you've come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's something where yes, that was a shitty situation in my life, but man, did it lead to like the the most incredible things I could ever dream of. So in the moment, yeah, it's shitty. And if she's still kind of hanging around sending messages, yeah, it's pretty shitty. No, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's tough. It, yeah. It's just weird because it's like. Like, all right, man, like the city's small. Yeah. City's small, right? So work work is around, people talk. Like I know she she got other dudes. <laughs> I like, mean, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to and, have and your cake was, and eat it too. I don't like that. Like, and this was this was um it was rather it was like some months back. It was some months back. Sure. It was some months back. And so it, it's like, bro, like like, right. like let's move on. Like let's just man, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Well, I got some stupid sports news that we'll get into. Uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the offseason now, officially, and there's just not a lot of sports going on. There have been a few sports news stories going on. One I definitely wanted to discuss for a second because if you ask me this headline was a real thing, even five years ago, I would have laughed my ass off right in your face. Apparently... There is a possibility we are going to get Mark Zuckerberg, Elon, Elon Musk, Musk, in a in a cage fight, like a UFC style mixed martial arts fight. So a few days ago, Elon Musk tweeted out some nonsense and, in so many words, challenged Mark Zuckerberg, who we have noted is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion now because the world is upside down in black and white and purple and pink. Um, 
So apparently he just snapped off a tweet, you know how Elon likes to tweet, and said, like, hey, I'll fight him in a cage anytime, any place. And Zuckerberg came back and said, fucking send me the Addy. Like, okay. So now we got some ultra billionaires who are positioning themselves to possibly actually fucking fight in the UFC octagon. Dana White himself is already making shirts for this shit. And it's like fucking Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. And I was like, what the fuck? Is this really going to happen? Like, what? why? <clears throat> and my thing is, if this actually goes down, I'm watching the shit out of it. And I think everyone's going to watch that fucking fight for the pure comedy of it all. And now it's getting to a point where both of these guys are like hiring what I would say is very seasoned veterans of the UFC, Hall of Famers, to train them. Now, Zuckerberg, as we said, already has been training. Elon Musk has fucking George St. Pierre trying <laughs> to train him. Yeah. If you don't know, if you've um, been living under a rock, George St. Pierre is one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all fucking time. Period. He's you have top five. This man, top five ever. Top five. You have no matter this the man, weight class, he's top. No, yeah, across weight classes, you have this man trying to train Elon Musk. And if that happens, <laughs> like if, if it really happens, I got Elon Musk just because of GSP. <laughs> that was my question: was who wins this fucking fight? <laughs> I got Elon Musk if he gets GSP in his corner, like as his as one oh, of his head trainers. Yeah. Oh my god, I got I got Elon Musk. It's so good. It's so fucking good. And here's my thing. I actually agree with you. <laughs> like, yeah, Zuckerberg, we know you won a tournament. And like I said, I'm sure everyone who saw you at the tournament was like, oh, fuck, I'm not beating him because it's Mark Zuckerberg. He'll erase my fucking social security number. But <laughs> Elon Musk, not only is he like a little thicker, like he's a bigger dude. He's not a tiny guy by any means, but like he's somebody I think is like a Dana White where he will take that training so fucking seriously. Like I, he will spend every waking moment in a gym i think to make sure he does he's never losing face if zuckerberg loses do we really care not really no not if really musk is the kind of guy who will never take that l he will stab you first he will pay someone to you know the refs oh my god they'll probably do celebrity <laughs> judges there's no way to do real refs in this fight don't even have a ref it, right it'll be blank checks for every single ref <laughs> for every ref every judge the, the ring girls all of it. Like, don't hire any of them because those two dudes will try to pay off everyone. They'll probably pay the crowd just to have the fucking advantage. Just make sure you cheer for me. And there will be lawsuits there will on be the so other many side. Lawsuits. Oh my god. <laughs> so many lawsuits. One, oh, uh, I need this sick. fight to happen so fucking bad. I really want to see this fight. And you it's really a terrible thing. It? Yes. Do you know how stupid that would be? I, in a world of Logan Paul, I would love to see some shit like this. He said in a world of Logan Paul. You know what I mean? Like the gimmicky, stupid, yeah. rigged fights where now he's starting to lose, which is hilarious. And, I, and <laughs> for the record, I, he's fighting Nate Diaz pretty soon here. Nate Diaz is going to give him that work. Sorry, it's done. But I digress. My point is, this would be the funniest fucking thing since Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV <laughs> that I've ever seen. And that was Claymation. This would be that in real life. Yo, that shit was dope. I used to like watching that shit. Fuck I used to find yeah, that shit dude. so fucking entertaining. Hell yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch is so fucking great. So, they, they skewered everyone. No one was safe. Nobody was safe. Oh, my God. 
I know they tried to bring it back, I think, like a few years, maybe seven, eight years ago. It didn't work out. It's, so well, it's not the, the same. No, it's not the same. But the original, fantastic. Man. If you haven't seen it, YouTube that shit, I'm telling you. It's it's mm-hmm. worth, it's worth the Google. I'll put it that way. <laughs> but yes, I definitely want to see that fucking fight. My only ironic part of this whole thing is that Dana White is so about it. And it's like, this is the same guy where when he had Francis Naganu saying like in his new mega contract that he wanted, that he wanted to box. Francis Naganu wanted to fight Tyson Fury. He like Tyson Fury was all on board. Everyone was on board except for Dana White. And Dana White was saying things like, well, no, because over in boxing, you know, they do all these gimmicky carny fights. And it's always and you and I have talked about this. It's always about like the spectacle fights. It's not so much the technical ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounded good. Not the spectacle, mm-hmm. but the technical. Nice. Mm. But he doesn't like that shit. So you're going to assign this fight? Those are two, like, super athletes, at least. Zuckerberg and Musk? Musk has a dad bod. Like I'm more athletic than both of them. Exactly. Like, what? This both is of them put together fight? at that. Both of them uh, put together at that. <laughs> literally, yeah. Zuckerberg is what? 102 pounds soaking wet? Bro. I mean, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm small, too. But <laughs> There's small, and then there's small. Like, you're at least, like, an athlete. Those two... <laughs> Come on, man. They're, they're too rich to be athletes, man. He's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just too it's rich. ridiculous. So, yes. I'll, we will stay tuned for that. But if they actually sign that fight, oh, we are going to have so much coverage, so much analysis. I want a full fight breakdown. All of it. <laughs> all of it, dude. And I'm going to take it seriously as fuck, too. Like, bets. Oh, I'm going to go bet fucking at Pato on that shit. Like, yes. I wonder what the odds would be. I wonder what the odds would be. I am very curious on what that would be myself. Like, because then I might have to take an underdog. So, I don't know. That's... Yeah, wouldn't Elon Musk be the underdog? I don't know. I I feel like... I think he would. I think in skill-wise, I think he is the underdog. But like you said, I think it depends on the coaches. Like, if word got out that he has GSP, I can see the odds being actually affected by that. Like, because GSP doesn't just fucking put his name in the hat for anybody. So... That's well, great. It's, it's a yeah. possibility. Unless he gets paid. Trust me, with Elon Musk, that's not a concern. <laughs> it's set the next business day, sir. Yeah. Not <laughs> even. Like, <laughs> fucking cash app, same day, motherfucker. Six to 18 hours. All right, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's one. And the other, <laughs> the other weird sports news I just randomly found, the like, Two weeks ago, I forgot to mention it last week. I was like, wait, this is a real thing. Did you know if you are a masseuse, like, you know, you do the massages, right? Did you know there is a world massage championship? I mean, can I be a judge? (laughs) Honestly, it's not as sexy as I make it sound. Like, I saw videos. I don't think you want to be a judge. This is very clinical, like, oh, hotel ballroom, ugly carpet kind of competition. I thought it was like, what feels better? Who? Whose hands feel better? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there is an actual championship. Like apparently, if you're like a licensed masseuse, this is your Super Bowl. They all work towards making appearances at a massage championship. It is world renowned. Apparently, I did not know that existed. I saw some videos, and I would think I would feel so fucking uncomfortable because it's literally if you're the person getting massage, it's you and the table. There's like a panel of judges, like on a on the big fucking stage, and there's a, mas- a masseuse is is rubbing you down, so you are ass naked out there. But then there's just a crowd of fucking people in the hotel ballroom, and they're all just watching the technique. And I'm sure most of them are probably like either competitors or they work at you know massage 
envy or something. But there's a whole Cibarous. crowd of people. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's Sybaris. <laughs> oh, that's a different kind of massage, sir. That's a, that's a behind the curtain. No children allowed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, I don't think I'd feel comfortable with a whole crowd of people. And they're not cheering, by the way. They're just kind of watching. Yeah, it's like golf. It's like golf. It's all very quiet. Well, at least they clap in golf. I think at the end of a oh. massage. Oh, look one, at that thumb. Oh, look at that thumb. Exactly. <laughs> look Man, at that thumb twirl around that muscle. Oh, get inside feet. that tissue. Oh, my Dig God. deep in that tissue. Oh. Like, wow, the spinal cord. That looks crazy. He has so much stress. Oh, he worked out that knot. Oh. Damn. It's like that shit, bro. And I was like, so you want to talk about us being sports commentators for the first thing? I say we do that. <laughs> that is a sport that needs commentary. They have not. I'll give live commentary. I'll be the naked guy getting massaged. I'll give live commentary. He said, not enough ass work. Sorry, bro. You're out. <laughs> go down, go down. Okay. Okay, right. yep. No, no, stroke it, stroke it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, you're good. That's it. That's. I it. am not okay. seeing the happy ending category. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not a thing. However, I do have the different categories. There's Swedish massage, Thai massage, wellness, mm. freestyle. That's probably your happy ending right there. Oh, freestyle. <laughs> Me and Deshaun Watson in there. There you go. Oh. <laughs> that's my boy, man. Oh, man. Oh, my bad. It's freestyle western and freestyle Eastern is different. Some, some acupuncture, all that shit. Then they got chair massage, all, that. all that shit. Chair yes. massage. They have sports massage, facial massage, and body shape <laughs> massage. That's facial massage. Facial massage. I'll give you a good facial massage. <laughs> oh no! Here we go. Oh my god! No. Oh. Slapping glizzies on your forehead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man, pretty sure you get disqualified for that. Like <laughs> they, they kind of frown on that shit. But it's so yeah. Oh, there's a Hall of Fame too. Oh my god, I just there's a Hall that. of Fame. There oh, is a man. Hall of Fame for the World Massage Organization. Wow. And the best hands go to. <laughs> well, this guy looks like CeeLo Green, so that's probably the one. But man, <laughs> so just to let you know, there are sports that have championships that we've never even considered before. That's it's out there. Put that shit on ESPN eight the Ocho. I'd love to see that shit. Check out ESPN some videos. That night. Exactly. Oh yeah. Skin and back style. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Commercials of Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Perfect promo. Oh Nothing but you. fucking Girls Gone Wild and uh I don't know if you remember Extends. Oh, that sounds familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. It was like a it was like a pill commercial that used to come on with Girls Gone Wild. Yes, that's right. That's oh my god, I forgot about that. Holy shit. Uh, shit those are the it's days. Oh, oh at 3 a.m. Oh. She used to come on like on Comedy Central sometimes. Fuck yeah. Fucking For me, it, I'm older, so it was showtime at the Apollo. But same thing. <laughs> like same energy for sure yeah i wish it was comedy central <laughs> so last but not least we're gonna do some actual sports and oh the, shit the nba draft has come and gone mm. and i know this man and his detroit pistons made a certain move that i know he wants to talk about because it's actually pretty exciting and i'm happy for you but go ahead and make your analysis sir i know you gotta be pretty excited about it. yes so with the fifth pick in the 2023 NBA draft, if you've been living under a rock, the Detroit Pistons selected Asar Thompson. And if you've been listening to the show, 
that's exactly who I wanted the Pistons to draft. It is. Called it again, the kid, man. The kid is mad athletic. Like, Indiana Pacers Paul George type athletic. Mm. Um, He's extremely quick twitch, extremely fast. He can handle the rock. He can play off the ball. His shot's improving. But he's still struggling as a shooter. I don't want to make it sound like he doesn't have any weaknesses. Sure. He definitely can improve as a shooter. Um, but he's a good playmaker and a great defender. That is what excites me the most. He can fucking defend. <laughs> we talked about how hard it is to come up with defense these days in the NBA. Yes. So, boom, there you go. He can fucking guard. He was the MVP of uh, the OTE League the past two years. Nice. Um, him and his twin brother, Amen Thompson, both came from OTE. Amen went four. Asar went five. Awesome. Um, that, that, I... <sighs> Like I said, it's it's just a perfect fit. Like we we got Cade running the point, coming back. You know what I'm saying? He, he's about to show everybody he's a top twenty player in the league. Yes, I said it. Mm. Cade Cunningham's <laughs> a top twenty player in the league. I'm excited about Cade for sure. Jaden Ivey coming back, ready to prove some after his good rookie season. He really yes. came on strong during the last half of the season. We getting Jalen Duran. You throw in Isaiah Stewart. You throw in Asar Thompson, and we still got money to throw at somebody. And I I got that certain somebody. Oh boy, Ham Johnson. Hmm, that's a good pick. You see, I like that. We got ties. Who's yeah. our head coach? Monty Williams. Monty Williams now. Who drafted? I mean, who had Cam Johnson for his old career in Phoenix? There you go, Monty Williams. Very smart. Big great hey, fit. We I, I forgot how many millions we got in cap, but we got plenty millions in cap. We oh, owe yeah. him some money. We can afford we him. Got a star. Sure. Man, we'll be good, but. We'll see. We'll see. But hey, so far so good. Um, so yeah, obviously, big fan of that move. Love what the Pistons are doing. Shout out Troy Weaver. But there's two guys I feel like are extremely underlooked. Uh Amani Bates, he went in the second round to Cleveland. Yes. And uh Amari Bailey, he went to uh he went to the Hornets uh in the second round as well. Yes, yes. Uh they went like forty one and like forty five or something like that. But those there are two go. guys to keep an eye on, listeners, all right? Those two guys right there. Amani Bates for sure can be a starter coming out. Um, oh, yeah. Through the season right away. But Amari Bailey, he's playing behind a lot of guards. We don't know yet. But, hey, never <laughs> Got to wait and see. It's nice to have a draft pick and feel really good about it. And you call it. And you yeah. fit. it feels right. Wait, hold on. Wait. How, how do the Bulls do? Who do they draft? I, I, for, I forgot. So, the last time we talked about this, which I think is just last week or so, I mentioned that the Bulls had mortgage their future, and we really didn't have any fucking draft picks whatsoever in this draft. So I was content. It's the wrong word. I was resigned to just say, fuck it. Dumpster fire continues to burn, and we just kind of go from there and see what happens. And, and then all of a sudden, and I get this fucking tone, and I go, what? The Chicago Bulls have traded into the second round. And I said, please, God, no. Why? Why? Why would we do that? Why? The second round? Okay. To take someone that you guys aren't going to sign to the roster. So the Bulls selected Julian Phillips from Tennessee, who is a forward. Now, here's this is very much on brand for the Bulls. Because if you're not even a Bulls fan, it's fine. But here's what we like to do is we like to make certain moves that have no common sense to them whatsoever. So the Bulls, one of the biggest things that they needed from this past season was three-point shooting. They're middle-of-the-road three-point shooting. Defense was okay. I mean, we know that without Lonzo, offense mm-hmm. kind of fell apart. But, hey, yeah. they made it to an eight, you know, eight seed. Not eight seed. Made it to the play-in. 
and you know, tried to make some noise, and that's about it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I talked about them, I said, hey, so hi, fuck everybody, get rid of everybody, whatever. We're not going to do that. But <laughs> the biggest thing we needed was three-point shooting because we were just middle of the road. There. And so we draft a guy from Tennessee who can't fucking shoot to save his life. To save say, his fucking life. I honestly life. don't even know who he is. Like, I didn't even know who he is. Oh, trust me, I didn't either. So I said, if we trade it into the second round for him, when we had no picks, he must be a, a good piece, right? He must be something that's going to help us out. Yeah, I'm going to read his stats real quick. Real quick. So he was oh, with Tennessee, which yeah. Tennessee was a, is a good basketball team. They're not outdated by any means. Yeah. Julian Phillips is six foot eight. <clears throat> and again, these are average stats. He averaged 8.3 points, four rebounds, 1.4 assists per game. And he started in 25 of them. We traded second round picks to get that guy. Now, I picks. won't talk picks, picks, multiple picks, multiple picks to get that guy. Now, I will say, just so I'm not bashing him altogether, he is a very athletic player. I've seen some tape now. He can move. He's a decent defender. He's not terrible. I think if for some reason he sparks, it's going to be as better a defender and not a shooter. My only thing is, we got Dale and Terry last year, who does the exact same fucking thing, but it's a better shooter. So why are we picking up people in the second round that, like you said, A, aren't even going to start, B, may not even make the fucking starting team at all? Like, this might be a G-leaguer. Like, I have no clue. This kid doesn't bring anything to the table that our young up-and-coming players already don't do miles better than him. So yeah. even with developmental prospects, this is a bust. Of a pick. And if he proves me wrong, I'd be very happy about that. But I know my Bulls history. It ain't going to happen. This is one of those boneheaded fucking moments again. We look back and go, oh, that's why we fired the GM. Because of that kind of shit. This is a this is a move that gets a GM fired. But hey, on the bright side, it's just second round pick. On the bright side? Yeah, it's a second round pick. So it's like, you don't really lose anything if he doesn't pan out. It's a second round pick. Yeah, but the thing is, we, we have nothing to lose, but we also have nothing to give either. Like, we barely have assets. So, anyway, yeah, he brings something to the table, and it was a pretty boneheaded move. We'll see if he turns into anything, but I guess it's low risk, but I just don't understand why we did anything. Just hold on to the assets that we do have, and fuck off. <laughs> yeah, if, if you got, uh, I don't know. I don't. There's I'm, no silver really... lining on that one, dude. It's okay. I really wonder what goes on in the the fucking draft war rooms, you know? Like, what are the know. conversations they're having? Because right. if you were to trade into the second round, I would expect you to take somebody with, like, really high potential. Some upside, right? Like yeah. Amari Bailey or Amari right. Bates, you know, two guys that can actually, you know, hit a three. Got some buzz to them. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fucking lovely. That can but create their own shot. and Cursed franchise, I'm telling yeah. you. Cursed franchise. It, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, sir. Last words for your adoring fans. Last words for my adoring fans, man, man, man. You guys stay tuned because next week I'm going to have some stories for y'all. Y'all don't want to miss them. To guarantee you, <laughs> stay tuned to the Bank Bro Show. Subscribe to us on YouTube at the Bank Bro Show. Email us questions at the Bank Bro Show at gmail.com. Follow us on IG, the Bank Bro Show. No, no, Bank Bro Show. Yeah. At Bank Bro Show Bank on Bro Instagram. Show That's on right. IG. You almost had yes, it. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, don't forget yeah. Spotify. 
where the full episodes drop. Boom. We are the Bank Bros. Right. Show. The Bank Bros. Show. The show. Don't don't forget the the and don't forget the show. Yes. You need both. Yes, of you need all that shit. Yes. Just like he said, tell your friends about us. We're getting some more likes, some more subscribes, some more loves, a lot of good feedback. So just keep it coming. And again, we're still looking for guests. I got a few more people in mind. No, he's got some people in mind. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the off season, so we we're talking about anything and everything. It's like a hotline here. So hit us up. You want to hear a different subject? Hey, it's the wild, wild west now, people. So yes, sir. Let's get into it and let your voice be heard too. Because again, we want to hear you. We're here for you. So. All that being said, yes, I'm looking forward to his stories next week. It's going to be amazing. I'm actually going to Florida next weekend. Ooh. Can't fucking wait. Taking the kids down. Going to Kissimmee, Orlando, Cocoa Beach. Dude, going to be amazing. It's my kid's birthday, so first plane ride for them. So two weeks from now, yes, I'll have some fucking Florida stories for you, too. It's going to be Damn. really fucking dope. Yeah, man. I'm not doing Disney. Fuck all that shit. We're, don't get it twisted. But <laughs> we're going to have a good-ass time. Man, I'm gonna be burnt to a crisp because man, yeah, Melanie likes to absorb that shit. Fuck. Oh my god, it's gonna be. Great. I gotta go back to Florida, man. Fuck. It's been a it's been a while for me. Went to Miami a few years ago. And that was fucking dope, but hot as fuck. So I love it. Hope, I love it. Hopefully, it's perfect just for not islanders like me. You feel me? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 oh man. All right, y'all. That's another one of the books. Bank Bros are in your city as we always are. We'll catch it next week. We are here for you. And you can bank on it. Cha-ching. Peace. One, two, three. Fuck one.